Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Back 40 Podcast. We're here in the Wait, next little leg recording studio. Oh. Hello, and we're uh, live. <laughs> we're live. Oh, we're live. Hey, it's Mike Bert Blylevin. Um, we're going to have to do this thing over again. I just... You know. F that one up. You guys should go YouTube. Is it, are we actually good. going? We are going. Oh, okay. Um, we are here with a re- repeat guest, Mr. Brady Matson. Hello, guys. How's it going? If you don't know Brady, you must live under a rock. He's got the Build Back Better hat on tonight. He's ready to go. Actually, it's <laughs> Make America Great Again. It's a great hat. Okay, but listen. So They look really good on a golf course. Really great hat. Perfect hat. It looks great in your head. Nice, <laughs> nice fit. Bra- I like the weight. It's a good touch. We actually reached out to Brady because we'd been, uh, you know, getting the scoop on him about heading down to uh he's got some exciting stuff going on so a lot of exciting stuff with golf and we're gonna get into it here because we are curious ourselves um but basically to water it down i think right brady you're gonna make a run at this thing right you're gonna try to make the tour the pga tour so tell us a little bit about what you're doing right now you were just down and golfed your first event but explain to everybody what you got cooking because honestly we don't have a clue i know we're uh we're trying to learn as much as we can too while we're going. Um, speak into it more. All right. Um, so he's so dumb when he does well, that. Well, you guys, I'm just trying to put out a high quality product here. I mean, okay. you, you remember can, that you, time that Mike's that Matt Mike Matt's uh, mic was shut off the whole <laughs> entire. Like, Isn't that a wise episode? Or didn't you? It, mess was, that it one was. Yeah, it we was. Actually, almost quit that podcast after that, but we just muscled through and kept going. Yeah. Deepers. Yeah, anyway. Continue. What a lethal mistake. <laughs> Rookie mistake. Um, so we're, we're trying to learn kind of as we go, too. Um, since I transferred down to Florida Gulf Coast, it put me in a pretty good position to meet some really cool people, to give me some really good advice um, uh, how to approach this thing of, of trying to, I guess, go professional and, and see what happens from it. Um, ultimately, uh, I just turned pro as of a couple weeks ago starting in august and gonna make a run for it but it's kind of a complicated process it's a lot different than any other professional sport that you go into like a basketball or baseball football whatever it is you're drafted in and the team's kind of covering all of your living expenses the only thing you're really required to do is just play ball and um in golf it's a lot different you're kind of an independent contractor in a sense and everything's all on your own um so we're learning as we go um ultimately what i am doing and what a lot of the professional golfers do is set up a business for themselves um so what i did uh with the help of my dad and a couple other really good mentors that i've met uh set up an llc for brady or me and um the way that uh that way it's it's kind of all in a business perspective rather than just going through me um that way it's a lot easier for people to invest or sponsor or however you want to approach that everything is kind of more on the business side of things and and instead of maybe something went wrong and they personally come after me so we're still learning um like i said we just kind of set up an llc a couple weeks ago had an attorney um kind of create one for us and the nice thing is this attorney kind of has gone through um, a couple of professional golfers in the past, so he kind of knows what we're doing, and he's been a really good help, and I've gotten to know some other people that have really 
put out some suggestions and um, some things that they have done in the past or um, other ways that they have heard. Because, like, correct me if I'm wrong, but you you're gonna enter this league then, right? And I'm mm-hmm. gonna mess the name of it. But is it the Corn Fairy? Corn Fairy. Yeah. Okay. So this is like the tri- of for baseball fans out there, it's like the Triple A of Major League Baseball, right? So this yep. is like the equivalent of Triple A baseball. Yep. yep. But it costs you an entry fee to get in, right? So. Yep. Um, and it's substantial. Yeah. Right? Um. So yeah, like like uh, Matt and I were saying, um. The corn ferry, it, it now back in the day you used to be able to like go into Q school, qualifying school is what it's called, and you used to be able to top right onto the PGA tour. Um, but now with the way that the game has gone, they eliminated that, and now how you have to get your PGA tour card is going through corn ferry, which is the AAA or G League of basketball right. or however you want to put that into the perspective. minor leagues or yes. whatever. Yep. Um, so you have to earn your way, get onto the minor league, essentially, the Corn Ferry, and then play well in the Corn Ferry to get your PGA Tour status. Um, so the Corn Ferry Q School is a series of four events. Um, the first event is called the Pre-Qualifier, and that's for players who haven't made a cut on a PGA Tour-sanctioned event or those that have but outs- or with not within the last five years, I guess. Um so you got that, and then you have to take kind of top, whatever it is, 25, 30 people out of 80, 100, and then move on to the next stage, and it's the same thing. You just got to keep finishing inside the cut, and once you get to the fourth and final stage, then that's where you get your status. And um, that doesn't go as planned. You, there's a Canadian Tour too, which is a PGA Tour-sanctioned event, and um, that is a kind of a stepping stone to get into the Corn Ferry as well. Um, the Canadian tour would be like the double a baseball or something like that. It's just below corn Ferry, but you can still do pretty well if, if you make in, you know, get, getting a few top tens or whatever you want to call it, but make a lot of cuts. You'll, you'll do fine and you'll earn your, your tour card that way too. Cause obviously you're, so you're going in all in on this. So you're going to, you're going to pay your entry fee. Mm-hmm. You got to get down South. I'm assuming where is it yep. at? Where is, where are the events are or all the, over? Are the Q school events. But where, yeah. The, yep. yeah so you got to travel around. Yeah. So, you, I mean, obviously you're not going to be working a uh, consistent job this whole time. So you got to nope. have spending money and, yep. you know, whatever. Um, so, I mean, this is cool though. I mean, yeah. because you have the, I mean, in my opinion, you have the rest of your life to work. Mm-hmm. That's and kind of uh, be miserable like all the rest of us. Yeah, and so you might as well go for we're, it, right? We're kind of in the, like the corn fairy farm system, or <laughs> I maybe I probably the Canada one or yeah. whatever he was talking about before that. <laughs> so yeah. I mean, it's like you know, I know that you're out here trying to you know kind of asking people for help to do this, but I mean, if everybody takes a step back and looks at it, how awesome is that? That somebody we know is going to try to go for this, right? Thing? And we all wish we could do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty good golfer, but. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Thursday night scrambles don't compare to what Brady's doing. So you, you've you played in one event. Yes. Um, so kind of like what Matt was saying, it's obviously pretty expensive to do all this thing or all these events. Um, like Corn you, Ferry. Do you pay every event or just the yeah. one time to get into the Corn Ferry? No. Nope. Every event. You okay. pay every event. Um, so the four stages in the Corn Ferry. They're in all Q school, you mean? Or? Y- yeah. Okay. Q school, Corn Ferry, okay. uh, Corn Ferry Q school, whatever you want to call it. Um, there's four stages to it, and each stage is 6500 just the entry fee. 
that's not including yeah like your travel lodging Holy shit yeah so um, for 72 holes then the Correct. first first one's 54. Well, you make the cut, right? Yeah, first yep. one's 54, and then the next are 72. Okay. No cuts in them. No cuts. Other okay. than just, you know, getting So you through. just got to finish? Finish in the top, yep. whatever. Okay. So that's what I call cut. But so, yeah, the first one's 54 holes, 6,500 bucks. That's just, your, you know, to get into the tournament without travel. Um, the next three are 72 holes. Um, same thing, 65, uh, no travel, nothing. So everything's kind of on your own. You you uh, each event kind of probably averages out to I don't know eight grand, nine grand when you're I talking sh- everything. I'm sure, yeah. Um, so that's that's kind of the the bulk of the expense. But at the same time, um, like if you go into Canadian Q school too, say a corn fair doesn't work out, that's another you know five six grand per just e- out of that per event. Yep, and then um, but yeah, if if you're trying to make a run for it, it's kind of hard to essentially golf is my job at this point. And right. um, it's kind of hard to have a side gig to, you know, earn extra money. It's interesting how it's different than the other sports. Yeah. Cause you really don't have a fair Avenue to get in this thing. When you mm-hmm. think about it, like, well, on, honestly, talent alone, isn't going to get you there. Mm-hmm. Right. Which I suppose if they didn't make people pay, there'd be every, Tom, Dick, and Harry. Well, you'd have every Sean. You'd have every Sean of Hot Creek Country Club trying to get in. So, so you you played in one event. Are you good to go for second event? Fifteen handicap, you'd be out there. Right. Yeah. No. (laughs) Um, See, I I played in the first event, and I ended up taking I think one spot out of the cut line. Okay. Um. So, in other words, I'm I I won't be going Corn Ferry next summer. Okay. Just due to the guy didn't make the cut and. It was kind of a couple of bad bounces here or there that kind of forced it to end up not making it. But should have made it. Um, had a couple tough holes uh, each day. and It was kind of a weird course that I felt like didn't set up for me great. And if I would have known that, I would have probably gone somewhere else. But it was down in Alabama. My brother and I ended up going down. Um, and, yeah, like I said, missed the cut by one. But that doesn't. I guess tamper what I'm trying to do yet. Right. Um, that just doesn't. That just means I won't have, cor- you know, corn fairy status next summer. Um, but I'm moving down to Arizona here in October, a little over a month. And down there, there's a, mi- a minor tour down there as well called the Outlaw Tour. And the Outlaw Tour is it's similar to if people are familiar with the Dakotas Tour up here. Uh, the Dakotas Tour is like. Uh, it's, it's a summer professional circuit, too, that have tournaments in North and South Dakota, Minnesota, Iowa. Um, but the Outlaw Tours down in Arizona, California area. And um, you play in those events, you can make some decent money, too. I think each event So you can there. try to play that tour to fund yep. funding what you're trying to do. Yep, yep. So, like, what's the step? Of, like, how do you get on the Corn Ferry Tour then for the next summer? You th- you go to the next event and hopefully... Yep, do, do the cut. same process. Okay. Um, so when is the next event... Um, so my next tournament will be some outlaw event in yep. October and November. Um, I'll end up playing roughly like 10 of those this winter and in early spring. Um, and then I have Canadian Q school, I think in February. So that's just one stage. So just four day tournament. Um, I play well there. I'll definitely have Canadian status next summer and, um, 
And if you get Canadian status, you play a couple, you know, play well in a couple events. I'm going to maintain my card there or even bump up to Corn Ferry that route. Um, but also uh, at the end of next summer, after hopefully Canadian, then that's when you'll just repeat into this Corn Ferry yep. Q school. Gotcha. Right. Okay. okay. Yep. That yep. makes sense. So you only get one shot every year to maintain well, your Well, let's say you card. go to this, this Canadian tournament and you kick ass. Yep. Are you gonna? Will that put you onto the Corn Ferry Tour then? No, because that's only qualifying for the Canadian gotcha. Tour. Okay. So, so you'll get you'll you'll have another crack at the event you just did. Yes. Yep. So, so yep. what would happen if you get in the cut? Then, then you're in a bunch more events. Into the next event. Into the next stage. It's four okay. stages. Four right? stages. Yep. Okay. So, each stage you have to just place inside the you know the top whatever gotcha. to move on to the next one. So to actually get on the PGA Tour, you just gotta. Yeah. Get all the way up. So, that. yeah. So you, you, you make it through to the final stage of this Q school yep. and then you'll have your corn fairy card tour yep. card for the next year. Then you play well in corn fairy and then you'll earn your mm. PGA card. Cause I was just reading this too. Scotty Scheffler was in the corn fairy yep. tour 2019. Yep. And so if you, anybody that follows golf, he just won the masters. Yep. Yep. And has had like an amazing year. Yeah, he he's won the like number five one golfer times. in the world. And he's two yeah. years out of this yep. tour that Brady's yep. trying to get in. So it's kind of cool because it's like, well, you kind of wonder where, yeah. how the heck do these people make it there? It's it's kind of insane when you, I mean, obviously as me being an avid golfer and just knowing everybody on tour, a lot of people on tour, just about everybody on tour has gone through a minor tour to get up there. Like, right. There's well, no, probably the only people that haven't are the ones that have been golfing for 30 years because yes, that didn't exist yep, yep, much. Like yep. and when, when B.J. Singh and Tiger yep. Woods were 20 years old, they probably mm-hmm. didn't have this circuit. B.J. Singh, wow, and impressive. I like B.J. Singh, Phil Mickelson. I love Did all those guys. Did he win the Masters, B.J. Singh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did B.J. Well, Singh course, win, yeah. win the Masters? Uh, I think he did. I think he did. Yeah. B.J. was nasty. He was, yeah. I don't know. I actually personally like Sergio Garcia because he always talked a lot of smack. Yeah, I like John Daly. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. Everybody <laughs> loves John. He's a Daly. fan favorite. Where, where's the first hole? What's the course record? Okay, so Brady does. When he so we want to help Tiger first we, of all. <laughs> we want to help Brady out a little bit. So we, I, I mean, I noticed on Facebook they're doing a little bit of a open house uh, kind of send off what you'd call it fundraiser event at the at Hawk Creek. I think it's next Saturday, this, right? This Sunday, September this, 11th. This, this coming Sunday. So, yeah, cheers to that. Bush. It's actually a John Deere bush. Dude. Yeah, this is bullshit. <laughs> we should get a picture. Yeah. <laughs> Matt. I'm, we should post that on the podcast People page keep there. dropping off John Deere beer here like they think it's funny. I like beer. <laughs> I don't care if it's <laughs> in a John Deere can, yeah. guys. So this Sunday, why don't you? Because uh, okay, so tell us what's going on. Yeah, tell us event. what's going on. I will obviously be there. Yeah. Um. So, um, obviously, with we were kind of talking about the expense side of things. It's it takes a good lump sum of capital to essentially make a run at it, and it's it's not something that is just kind of pocket change and see if it happens, it happens or not. Um, it takes a lot of capital to just even get this thing going and, and um, in the right direction. So we've had a lot of people kind of contact our family to, you know, if I ever do something, just let me know. And, you know, I'd love to help out in any way. And it's kind of been a little overwhelming just how many people have reached out, which is kind of cool. Um, so in another sense, we tried to create some sort of event that is community friendly. Um, 
obviously at the golf course just because that's where I live essentially. Um, no. But how many rounds do you think you have oh, done? At since you were like club? four years old, like yeah. I can't even believe you could pick a club up. I hardly just could a walk. Pea shooter, yeah. <laughs> the bag and clubs are heavier than I was. I, I remember. I, I remember actually remember being pissed that you golfed and didn't play baseball. Oh, I, but I'm glad you golfed. It golf's worked just, out. That's a smart decision. <laughs> we should all go. I mean, yeah. I don't. Baseball coaches are going to kill me. I don't now, know if my dad wants me to say this, but he was pretty pretty mad when i switched <laughs> well because yeah. was he not the hot creek talents coach yeah still yeah well yeah, yeah no but he, yeah but he loves like you're doing it now yeah yeah he he, he's great. all in yeah, yeah hey he's your league partner how'd your match go tonight oh we got fried did you no. did john not pull his weight well i didn't either so <laughs> this was the first time i touched the club since our tournament down in alabama alabama so and John hasn't touched a club in a couple weeks, so it was kind of a <laughs> kind of a tough match for us tonight. Well, and when Brady, you guys ever get mad at each other? Well, I try to give him advice, and then he hits a bad one, and I just like shake my head and walk away. And <laughs> when Brady, boy, it's a good thing you don't golf with me. <laughs> <laughs> when Brady's handicap is plus six, it's probably hard to beat anybody in a head-to-head match. When yeah. you're going against a minus six handicap, it's, but. yeah, it's tough sometimes, and I'm given four to six shots or whatever it is and the guy shoots like even par and it's like wow. you're screwed yeah yeah so, so anyways, what, what's all going to be going on on sunday it's really you know tough what? to be really good isn't it <laughs> oh it must suck <laughs> yeah i know i feel real bad for you right i would assume there's a meal yeah I, I, there's gonna be a scramble sean would love a meal if oh. he's coming somewhere well same with you matt boy Look wants to eat what you know. <laughs> You're, you're not wrong, but I mean, a couple of pulled pork Sammy's going down that hatch. <laughs> <laughs> like that. Um, so yeah, no, we just we we wanted to not necessarily make it a, just a golf specific event, just because of all the community support that we didn't want to just have people be like, oh, you have to golf to you know support. Um, Absolutely. So we kind of just we started out as kind of like a scramble fundraiser, but and then we kind of just shifted gears to more of a just a kind of a social event. Um, so what we're doing is if people want to golf, you know, you can set up a team of some sort, a fundraiser team, um, and you can golf and most set- more certainly come up after. But we're having, like, kind of pulled pork sandwiches and a meal and that type of thing and just so that everybody in the community feels welcome to come whenever and come and eat, enjoy, you know, everybody that's there, ask questions, do whatever you want to do. Um yeah, most of my family would be there to help answer answer questions, talk to me, or whatever you want to do. So, and I did see that there is a, a Rambo is putting out another clothing order. Yes, and some of that money will go to you. Uh, yeah, I guess. Yes. So it's uh, Rambo.com. The uh, I just saw this. The store mm-hmm. code Sean, is. Sean, can you put the link on the Facebook page? I can do that. Yeah, we'll do that. The uh, the store code is Write it down. Yeah. Store. Everyone, shut up. The store code is HC. CC Hot Creek Country Club, and I actually looked at it. There is some sweet shit on there. Mm. You're so very cool stuff. Getting a whole new line of clothes. Yeah, Probably. well, Sean, I've never seen and, anyone uh, like more haircuts and clothes. But than if Sean. you, hey, yeah, we, we we might have to talk about the haircut stuff later. Um, well, last time I was on here, you get fried yeah, for your haircut. Yeah, I gave myself a haircut anyway. Oh, um, wait, no. Oh, yeah. My. But buzz cut. That's <laughs> but like this, it uh, looks good now. <laughs> that's yeah. This, uh, that's like eighth grade Sean. So the store, go buy your stuff. Some of that money will go to Brady. And like I said, there's a lot of really cool stuff on there. So check it out. We will, I will. When we get done recording, I will post a link onto the Facebook page along with this episode. And uh, we just want to do our best to try and help Brady out because 
like we said, it is freaking cool that Go there's somebody it. that we know that's doing and this. And also, this I think I did hear this somewhere, and you can also correct me if I'm wrong on this, but mm-hmm. if you really, really think that Brady's going to rock it, I think you can, like, uh, you can donate money, right? But you can also donate in a, in a form of an investment, right? Yes. So and if you want to know more about that, or you just talk to Brady about that at the event or mm-hmm. reach out to him. But I think you can do a little bit of that too, right? Yep. Um, so that's kind of another reason why we set up that LLC for myself. Um, there's a couple different options people can do. The one option is a little more... Um, a little more expensive, obviously. Uh, the one route of the two is just kind of straight donations. Um, donate, you know, whatever you want it. Uh, it could be really expensive or it could be, you know, nothing. I don't really care. Um, so those uh, Waltz car washes in my car would be good enough for... Yeah, <laughs> it'd be great. Kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, we just, we set it up that way because I know it's kind of tough to um well and people are going to want to donate at different capacities yeah. anyway and um, i mean if they've been around you their whole lives and they like the golf and mm-hmm. it's like if you're a lifelong member to hawk creek and yep. you have a kid that could be on the, the pga tour from your golf course it kind of means a little bit different something a little different than an yeah, the average joe that doesn't really raymond like golf. minnesota what the hell you know what I mean? Like, all these golfers are from bigger cities. Like, anybody who comes out of the state of Minnesota is, for golf is typically from a, a from the Twin Cities. From the Twin Cities, mm-hmm. you know? And it's just – I remember uh, when you played in – I think it was the NCAA tournament, and you guys were on uh, CBS Sports mm-hmm. Network. Yep. And uh, your brother sent me a Snapchat, and they were talking about you and how you were from a small town of Raymond, Hockery Country Club. Mm-hmm. That's, that was cool. You know? Yeah. And – that's just something I don't think you see very often. No, so. it was cool to get to know that guy because in our practice round, he kind of came out and just kind of scoped everybody on the team and not just my team, but, uh, you know, every team that was there playing. But he he was asking us questions and he, he was asking me, you know, what, where I'm from, all that kind of jazz. And obviously I'm proud to be from here. And not too many people get the chance to say that they're from a small rural town and, um, especially when they get on TV or whatever right, that case right. may be. But so I was pretty proud to, to say that I'm from Raymond, a small town. How old were you when you moved to Raymond from Clare City where you you had to be really little? Yeah, I think I was three. I think it was 2002. So um, I don't think we, we had you on before. We never. I don't think we ever even old. talked about this. What Jesus. made you want to start golfing? Like what got you into golf? Because your, your family is like a baseball family. Yeah. You know, through yep. and through. Your brother, Br- yep. Brandon, played college baseball. Mm-hmm. Your dad coached me in Hawk Creek Towns when I was throwing nasty curveballs. Um, <laughs> you were so, you were so terrible. But, uh, 52 <laughs> mile an hour <laughs> fastball. I rocked you in the backyard so, so what, many times. Uh, what, made you, what made you start golfing? Why you, would you get into golf? Well, before I worked at the infamous Condon Farms, I had nothing to do in the summer. Do and you miss it? Yeah. We're, we're yeah. gonna hold on. We're gonna we're touch. We're gonna touch. They have an opening. We we're gonna touch on this a little bit. Okay, like, so continue. Um, so I, it was right around third and fourth grade. I think I, I I started playing in fourth, but it was just I I got so bored being in Raymond. There was nothing to do. I couldn't just baseball was my favorite sport, but I couldn't just go take BP and who wants to set a ball on a tee and go rip you know rip 
bombs, you know. Um, so I kind of resorted. My best friend Levi Hauser was always golfing. So Who just won the club championship. At, he did. At the Hawk Creek yeah. Club. Congratulations, yep. Levi. Yep. Yeah, my, nice my classmate Barry shit the bed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just talked about this tonight. Barry, Barry laid an egg. He knows it. He knows right, it. We're fair. old enough now at 35. On his, on his birthday, yeah, too. We Damn. talked about this. I said, we're old enough now at 35 that I can just say to you, way to screw it up, man, for us old guys. You could have had the club championship. <laughs> yeah. Because Barry's a hell of a golfer. Barry is a very yeah. good golfer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I just was always so bored sitting at home, and he was always out golfing. So I was like, well, hell, maybe I'll just go give it a try. And ended up kind of liking it and just played every day, every day, and still loved baseball, but – the favorite my most favorite part of baseball was going to like traveling baseball tournaments and having a couple games a day going to stay with all the buddies hotel yeah. whatever it was and then once in seventh grade i got there um i think i don't remember who my coach was but uh we had like 19 or 20 kids on the team that year and everybody batted so you had 20 guys batting i think we had 10 in the field awful yeah and out of the 20 kids i think maybe six of them have played baseball before so most of them were brand new so it was not to sound mean but it was kind of like 13 outs and i got to bat once a game played in the field which was fun but it just got old only batting once and playing one game driving an hour batting once driving an hour home so in eighth grade i um ultimately switched just because it was kind of you know i could control everything. it was your own deal yeah Yeah. it was just i was hitting shots left and right and that's why i switched and i think my dad wasn't very happy at the time but i think he's he's gone to he's he's grown to love it (laughs) he uh he likes following me now so that's why i switched so do you get a caddy in these tournaments and yeah yeah, you you didn't know that he's Mm -hmm. bringing me yeah yeah he's not bringing you dude you You would make it through three holes and they'd have to bring in the cart (laughs) Well, f- first of all, the I could walk. I could walk cart. nine holes. I'm not like okay, yeah, seventy-two. These are eighteen hole tournament. <laughs> yeah, that's a fine. Day. Eighteen a day. Yeah. So you're gonna walk eighteen, and Easy. then another eighteen. Yeah, but I'm like the most inspirational guy you could have with you. Oh yeah, I could I, run through a wall. Oh, I, I would just. He would be bombing them all day. <laughs> and you, freak, you know, hey Brady, you end up in the bunker. No, let's. We got this shit. We eat sand for lunch. <laughs> 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 for lunch. That's no big deal, man. We got <laughs> it. So you, so who'd you have? Ca- did Brandon caddy yeah. for you? And yeah, uh, that is Alabama? great, Brandon. Yeah, Brandon. I've done pretty well with Brandon. Um, does he does he leave you alone? Yeah. Or does he get up in your grill every once in a while? And you're like Brandon. Yeah. Stop it. At times, he he's really good for me because he he's a big avid movie watcher, and so he loves his movie quotes and. So he keeps you a little bit light and <laughs> he not so mad. He keeps you light, yep. yeah. And so I I'll, can see Brandon doing that really though. Sure. How cool! Yeah, awesome. It's having your brother. I wish yeah. my brother was for the shit so I could caddy. Yeah. Him. If my brother caddy for me, I'd be like, "Can you just shut up for a minute? Like just one, one minute. minute. <laughs> just let me hit this. Well, fuck. Um, Give me that club. You're out for so, a minute. Yeah. So, <laughs> now, people probably, I mean, people who understand golf know this, but some people might not. When you're playing in a tournament, you don't get no range finder. You don't get anything like that so it's between you and your caddy Mm -hmm. so did you get practice rounds where you can study distances and stuff like that um luckily we can use rangefinder in this until you get on the tour then you you can't um but it's the same thing every event you go to you get a yardage book with all the yardage from every sprinkler to the green depth the contour of the green everything the whole overview whatever you want um so you still can kind of manually do it. That would be awesome finder. if you could actually hit it 
Like, I can't hit it. So the yardage <laughs> means fucking nothing. Yeah. It means nothing. It's just all yeah, hit this one, like 150, Matt, little tailwind. I don't know. Like what when Matt wood? I'll take one club less. I don't when know. Matt, <laughs> when Matt's thir- 130 yards out and he grabs his three wood. Yeah. I'm just there to putt and drink beer. Well, last time I was on the podcast, I heard that uh, your driver had came off your driver and went further than the ball. It yes. did, yeah. His club head so, flew off the yeah. shaft. And went further than the ball. I've never I, seen. I actually, like it. I actually have somebody gonna give me golf lessons, so we're good. You guys just keep talking. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see if that pans out. I'm gonna get freaking good enough where I beat Sean. No, you're not. The last week, I was at the golf course with Mr. Matt. It was too many shots of Jack Fire. <laughs> That'll I, happen. Yeah, I mean, I is there? Ja- <laughs> can you take Jack Fire while you're golfing <laughs> in these events? Well. I don't know if he can, but if you look at John Daly, he just got hammered before the event. So <laughs> yeah, he's, that's true. He's kind of lit up during it yet. Okay, so Golf's the first nine better than ever. Yeah. Back nine, a disaster. This leads me yeah. into this leads me into. All right, so I'm a believer in Brady Matson. So after you make the PGA Tour mm-hmm. and live golf snipes you out of there, mm-hmm. will you? I don't want anything when I ask this question, but will you just remember your days as your first job <laughs> at Conan Farms? Okay, so we just How, hit two things we have to talk about here. So what are your thoughts on live golf? Okay, first of all, do we have to get into this? I asked him a question first. I know, but you can't hit, you just you have hit. a little patience. You, no, I don't. I I can't. I, I can't. asked him if he could remember, and now you're gonna start talking about a whole new tour. Just simmer down. We'll get to your question. Remember you're always you're always yelling at me about how oh everybody wants Deep longer first. podcast episode, Matt. Well, then quit cutting me off and let him answer the damn question. <laughs> it's gonna be like okay, Joe Rogan around here. Sorry. Go ahead. I was just talking to the listener Continue. of the week hey. about this, Linda Rushin. Hey. Oh, Linda Rushin, listener of the have week. Have a beer. Linda Rushin is listener of the week. We were just talking about this. How you always cut me off. <laughs> I don't know if Linda's wow. listening to the same podcast we are. <coughs> Bullshit. This is kind of <coughs> the other way around. But every every week, every week I have to listen to how we need to make the episodes longer. Well, can you let Brady talk about his time at Conan Farms before you just ram <laughs> into right, live sorry. golf? Brady, how cool is it working with me? It was pretty cool. Um, Who's cooler, though? Really, be honest. It's hey, hard. It's hard to beat. Matt. So when you are on the tour and you're talking to the other guys, just tell them, you know, I ran beat topper. Yeah. I yeah. just I act lifting. like it is the coolest shit ever. Yeah. They'll be like, "What? You've never lifted sugar beets? What before? is he talking Moron. about? Who is this guy? <laughs> You've never pulled water him? What the <laughs> hell? Have you ever worked with a bunch of losers like us, me and John, before? I uh, mean, worse, caddying. Those guys are a bunch of drunks. <laughs> so, uh, how long did you you worked here for a while? But six, yeah, six summers. I don't remember. I hey. I just I started when Brandon, my brother Brandon, was here. Yet, yeah, we went right from him to you. Yeah. Yes, great. That was you guys are great. Yeah, you guys, they don't make um, high school. You guys make like you farming guys great. Yep. Hey, Again. do you think at the next <laughs> level tour next? Year we could have caddies for, for our teams. Ooh, you want a caddy next? Well, if you're not doing an event, you gotta come. Yeah, caddy. I'm all in for me. I'll caddy. Okay. Yeah, that would be so cool. Yes, just want a team. Personal caddy. Just somebody that acts that well that knows what they're doing. Yeah, so, just make sure the the beverages are always. I full. just want you to remember that that when you came from, I'll never forget Condon Farms. That's all I'm asking. Never I don't forget. want anything. I just want you to remember. <laughs> no, no, he's we want a, something. We want a goddamn logo on your bag. He's getting a tear in his eye. Yeah. <laughs> Can I get like a ch- real cheap sponsor on your bag? Oh, oh sure. Okay, perfect. Yeah, of course. A little next level logo. So next level, Con and Farms, we whatever. Maybe need back forty podcast. Yeah. Uh, back forty on a shirt. Uh, 
embroidery patches. Yeah. To hey, yeah. on the t- on the polo. Hell yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. And then when you beat Scotty Scheffler, and he's like, "Dude, what th- I'd never heard of the back 40. Well, yeah. you should maybe listen to it. Yeah, well, we'll be listen. at the event and be yelling, be a hammer drum, yeah, yeah. front row. Yeah, I'm gonna be, oh, I'm gonna, gonna be the guy as soon as I hear tuxedo the tuxedo t-shirt. Hey, Scotty. <laughs> Scotty, I bet you can't hit the green from here. It's impossible. Well, Brady Manson just did it a short a short while ago. Maybe you should have pulled water hemp, you pussy. <laughs> so I what, can't uh, wait I mean, till Scotty yeah. Scheffler okay, comments. So did, hold on, wait a minute. You so did, now do you want to talk about the no, little golfing? No, not yet. I'm, I'm on the oh, okay. farm scene All right, now. all right. So you did get a lot of shit jobs. You did. Yes. I mean, that's just, it, that's how it works. Well, yeah, you worked for Matt. Yeah. Yeah. And, so. Yeah. And don't even say me, because I was the one doing the shit jobs with you. So what, in you your opinion, shit jobs. in your opinion, what was the worst job? And I think we might have talked I about this you, last time. I think time. you did ask But we got to do yeah, this again. What was the worst job you ever had? Um, Probably working somewhere with you. I'm yeah. great. I'm just a morale booster. Just picking a rock, watching Sean shit in the woods. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hey, never when you got to go. I think that's a different answer than last time. I like a this. guy poop more. When you got to go, you got to go. I think Brandon actually sent me a video one time of you pooping. You were sitting on top of an old cottonwood tree. Maybe it was Brady. It was yeah, Tyler Dominic. He was on top of a, like a huge, like four-foot diameter cottonwood tree that had fell over in the grove. I crawled up it. And he was sitting on we it. We was a an video hour. of him pooping off the back. It was morbid. How do you poop off of a four-foot tree? It was impressive. Like, like I said, when you got to go, you got to go, <laughs> man. just run down the back I don't know, side? Or pretty what? much. It was bad. Okay, guys. Jesus. Wiping your bum with <laughs> water. Water, water hemp sucked. Yeah, wipe. Yeah, oh, yeah. Water hemp. Hey, sucked. Brady. Was water There's was still water hemp out here? Was pulling you water hemp? You didn't pull them you, <laughs> Was pulling water hemp worse than sweeping a green bin? Yes, one hundred percent. You know what I'll say about Brady? Because you're in the sun. Well, I mean, I green bin's really hot. I've never ever heard Brady one single time. I know ever. he thought in his mind. You know what, Matt? You go pull water hemp. Yeah. He never said a word. No. He just did it. You uh, <laughs> every single time. You set the bar pretty high for people who work here in the summer. You did. You did a good job. Well, and Brando coming back in the fall, mm-hmm. and the Brad Madsen family has been good at this farm. So, yeah, it's nice to have extra help in here, especially Brando. He likes to come out and help you. Oh yeah, he's taking off again. Ain't his he? team morale. I'm with you though. Like his movie lines and stuff. Oh, yeah. He'll keep team morale. He, up. Yep. That's he's, com- he's coming out. Are again, you gonna right? make him like okay? So if he if you were a PGA, he's just no one cares about who's helping us in the field. All right, we're talking about Brady. Brandon does. I bet he's listening. Brandon knows. Yeah. Brandon, Brandon already knows. Brandon, Brandon doesn't need the fame. He's a grinder. Sorry for the disrespect, Brandon. Yeah, Brandon. Brandon's Brandon. a grinder. You're, hey, Brandon, hey. remember this moment. Corey, stop trying to Let's snipe Let's go, Brandon. Guys. Yeah. Let's go, Brandon. Well, that, we have T-shirts with that. <laughs> we have T-shirts with that. And uh, by the way, last beat harvest when that whole thing started and let's go, Brandon. If you touch my microphone one more time, <laughs> Dude, you the podcast will end when I choke slam you through the table. Quit treating it like a dinner we're, plate. We're I know you like p- dinner plates, but it is a microphone. <laughs> we're going to have to put them. Across the desk from each other here, pretty quick again. <laughs> I have had enough of him today. <laughs> so, really though, just wait till six a.m. tomorrow morning. Oh my back god! Up here, I just whatever. I'll give him a hug. But so no, you won't. Last last fall, yeah, you always trying to hug. Dude, okay. I like to hug. Does anybody lover, on the podcast have like a sibling that always tries to hug him? Yeah. No, Matt does. It's just no. constantly. What's trying wrong with me giving you a hug? I love you, weird. brother, and I don't want to touch you. I can tell you, hey, see you tomorrow, bud. Love you. But we don't have <laughs> to rope each other. <laughs> you guys should have like a handshake, like a Well, I I'd be game for that. I don't it's like, like when he comes special little He comes up from the side of me and tries to it's just like you never know when he's coming. 
<laughs> he's I'm like just a, a hugger, man. Yeah. And I yeah. gave my dad a hug the other day, same way, and he goes, "Okay, that was cool. Get off of me." <laughs> <laughs> I feel so loved. But but really, last year when that whole Let's Go Brandon thing started, Brandon was we were lifting beats, and so every, every it was like constant on the two way. Let's go, Brandon. And he was pusher guy. <laughs> so you didn't know if we were just talking about politics or if you were needed a push. <laughs> uh, so so uh, can we talk about live golf now? Or yeah, I think we can now. Yeah. All right, go ahead. I didn't know go if ahead. it was okay. Or go ahead. You you had the question. Are we done with Condon Farms? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You asked him the question about live golf. Basically, what are your thoughts on live? Right. So you probably know more about it than we do. Mm-hmm. So why don't you... Tell people what Live Golf is and what is going on between Live Golf and the PGA Tour. Yeah, it's uh, it's a new tour that has just evolved. I think the last what year, eight months, year, whatever it is. It's it's the Saudi backed golf tour is what it is. Um, so there are some very wealthy people behind yeah, this thing. It's it's kind of the leaders of Saudi Arabia with all the oil money that have wanted they've wanted to clear their name for a while from nine eleven. And um, so what they're trying to do is create this new golf tour to help promote the game of golf, according to what they say, try to bring positive energy to the golf world and to the world in general, and to try to clear their name a little bit. And like I said, they just started. um, But what they're doing is in the golf world, and the PGA Tour, how you make your money is based on your performance, how you, you... you finish in the tournament there nothing is guaranteed in the pga tour um but the way that saudi arabia and the live golf tour is going about their business is that they're signing people to contracts like they do in every other professional sport whether that be basketball football yeah once baseball. Go- once you're really good and they want you it's yeah mucho millions mucho um so they're they're paying insane amounts of money for guys to come over for a few years the top guys on the on the tour they're paying them to come over to their tour, which if, say, whoever joins from the PGA Tour over to Live Golf, they resign their PGA Tour membership. So they're no longer able to play on the PGA Tour. So Saudi Arabia is funding all these guys mega millions of dollars to come join their tour, and it's all um, guaranteed money. So that's why these guys are doing it, and it's hard to turn down $100 million or more. Absolutely. Um but there's a catch with it, and that's kind of why some of the the guys that I've gotten to know or have heard, um, they've been offered to go join this tour, but they aren't going to send over their guaranteed money to an American bank account. So what they're doing is the golfers have to set up an account overseas to accept this money um, so that um, some of the guys that I know, they – don't want to set on a, up an account overseas so that kind of drew the line there and that's why they ultimately didn't want to go over there but um it's kind of a rival rival right now with the pga tour and live golf um a lot of the it'll it'll be interesting to see how much it affects the pga tour long term yeah. i mean well the pga tour has opened up their pockets a little bit after yes. this because they really have no choice look at all the other professional sports so guaranteed money so that's people what go, I, people go. I was I just mean. looking at this, and so Phil Mickelson, when he went to live, had roughly two hundred million of guaranteed money. Yes, and prior to that, his PGA Tour winnings 
on the course were 95 mm-hmm. million. Yeah. Total. Career. Total. Career on the court. Granted, granted, he has endorsements and all that type of stuff, but just his on course earnings. On the course earnings, 95 million, and the yep. live guaranteed him 200 million. Yep. So which is absurd because he's si- – how old is he? 65 Phil? Yeah. He's just over 50, 52. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's okay. get him. Sorry. 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 Um, Sorry. Okay. Still. Yeah. Still. So he golfed for how many? 25 years? 25, 20, 25 years? Yep. 95 million. Yep. Signs for 200 million. Um, So that's kind of – Phil was one of the, the bigger guys to advocate for this live golf tour. He was like the first one that really like spoke he, out for it, right? Yeah. Yep. Got ridiculed like crazy for He it. was because he's a guy just like Tiger Woods that have been around the PGA Tour for years and years so that he knows everything that goes on behind the scenes behind the PGA, and he realizes how much or how little the PGA pays out compared to what they make. Um, from what I heard, like the PGA maybe pays out. So the the purse every tournament I think is like I don't know what it is ten million or whatever it is. So I don't know who somebody owned the PGA. Like is it? I don't owned by somebody or I know it's nonprofit. Okay. Yeah. So it's similar to like the NBA or whatever they yeah. have. So where does all the extra money go? Do you, I mean, do you have? I th- I think it's 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 well, for part d- of the money is for like these tours too, right? That's how yep. they're funded. Yep. They, so they f- like they have their own minor league system. They fund their minor. That's tours. one of the biggest complaints I read. It's like, well, live golf is just sniping. Yep. Every PGA's best people when the PGA has helped bring um, these people. I mean, if you look at the PGA tour, it's like, well, if Brady would make it through this farm system, mm-hmm. it's like they've allowed that avenue yep so that's worth something right a lot of the a lot of the money too is kind of based on pension too um so the guys that have been on tour for x amount of years they get a pension from the the tour so that's kind of a lot of the behind the scenes money too but like Like retirement accounts and stuff yeah they live golf you're just getting paid up front yep so uh that's why phil i think what i've seen and heard each pga tour event all the money that's generated from that specific event, I think the purse is only like 15% of the money that is all generated. So 85% of the money just goes to the PGA Tour. So there's an abscess, just a large pool of cash that the PGA Tour sits on. And Phil Mickelson has advocated this for a while that they should pay out more because... Well, they're going to end up doing it now. Yes. But they should have done will, it before. Yeah. Yep. Would have yep. probably slowed down the momentum of this tour. Yes. Well, it, it does seem low. To me, fifteen percent seems low. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like when Dish Network offers the hopper <laughs> for free, Hopper! or whatever. But the people that have had Dish Network since nineteen ninety eight don't get the hopper for free. It pisses the old customers off, right? Yes, it does. So you leave. So same kind of concept, right? Yeah. So that's that's why Phil was kind of the first one to to join because he's seen all this. The might the actually scenes. be really good for the PGA Tour in the long run. It is. Um, People have always asked me, how does it affect you? And I was like, it really doesn't affect me personally because there's only 60 guys or whatever on the live tour. So it's really not that many more spots open on the PGA, but it's going to turn over the PGA and say you're going to have to start paying more. Right. And so the PGA now has kind of had some meetings in the past couple months where they're going to start upping the prize purses. And I saw the minimums for like yeah. the tournaments too are up. Sean was talking about that yep. a little earlier. Like the, the even if you place towards the bottom of an event, yep. the minimums are higher. Yep. Um, which makes it easier for a person that's just starting out or right whatever to make it make it work um so the one of the things that pga tour is starting to implement now is everybody that's 
on the PGA Tour is going to get a minimum of $500,000 that year. Kind of like the NFL has a minimum yes. roster. If you yep. make a roster, so, if you make a 53-man roster, it, it used to be like 450000 Yep. No matter what. Yep. So if now you played one game. League yeah. minimum. Yep. yep. So now there's a league minimum or whatever you want to call it now on the PGA Tour where there wasn't in the past. So if guys say they missed every cut, you know, you wouldn't be entitled to any money, but now at this minimum you're getting 500000 Right. Um, and I think that's starting to maybe trickle down to the other tours as well. Like I know, your corn fairy. Yep. And, so yeah. The only bad part about, like, what I see about live golf is that I know they're paying out really good purses, but – like if you if the majority of your income is based upon your performance of the tournament, then you're gonna probably take it more serious. One hundred percent. Yeah. But at the same token, it's like you want to make it somewhat comfortable for them so that they're not like living or dying by their. Yeah. Place. Except, if, I, if I don't make the cut here, I can't feed right. my family. Except yeah. if you look at NBA and NFL players. Yeah, well, they have guaranteed contracts, but they correct. are playing for the next contract. Correct. Right. Yeah. That's true, too. Yep. Yeah. And there's bonuses and all that jazz and, mm-hmm. and endorsement deals. I mean, Tiger so Woods makes a lot of money golfing, but let's be real. He's made a, he's hell only, a lot more money in endorsements I think it's he's because only, he's the best golfer yeah. that's ever golfed. I think he's only made $125 million on course earnings. <laughs> 121. Right. 100, yeah, 121, and number. he's over so a billion. You know, like NFL, NBA. What percent of their revenue goes to the players? That's a great question, Corey. I don't know. It's a great question. I'm just curious if it's maybe it's way lower than we all think it is, too. Why be. don't we get back to you on that? We'll circle. Wait, I'm mixing parties here. We'll, we'll circle back. If you want to, if you, it's, it's, it's <laughs> if you want to open, if you, <laughs> if you want to open up the, if you want to open up the can of worms, look how much money college football makes, and they pay nothing out to the players. Mm-hmm. But college basketball. They play, and now they have this final four. Nil. Yep, but that, but that's not the that's not the university's paying. Sean, after hour, we put this show on pause, and after hours of research, has some info for us here. In the NBA, in the 2019-20 season, players were paid 50 percent of the league revenue. In comparison, players in the WNBA took home 25 percent of the revenue because no one watches it. <laughs> All right, now listen. Before we get into this, not I even didn't, I didn't. I, I just read. I not even the women. No. No, no, that's the thing, too. All right, anyway, so before we talk about this, this, this episode is not going to be uh, short enough to fit all. We, we have to have part two with Brady. Yes. Yeah. So, but this episode was brought to you by Hawk Creek Real Estate. Hey, by the way, Hawk Creek Real Estate is on. What the shit? This was brought to you by Hawk Creek Country Club, too. And yeah, Hawk Creek yeah. Country Club. <laughs> they haven't sponsored yet. Kev, there's your free advertising. So, but really, though, Hawk Creek Real Estate has been on fire lately. There's like, they got. Well, the house is listed for a week and it's sold already. They're gone and they've got. Oh, that's because of the Hawks. No, but if you if you roll through town, I They're will just say hawking them. Nor in in the past, there's been there's been a. <laughs> there's been more there's been a handful of people listing houses different companies but when i've been driving through town in the last year it's only the hawk it's hawk so give them a call basically a monopoly 320847 hawk ah! and this episode is also brought to you by keith johnson remodeling and construction if you need anything remodeled you just call keith johnson he'll model for you as well build america back better again build it back better or uh, you need anything built, remodeled, all that shit, call Keith, 320-979-0200. I, I, 
I just saw. Can you not interrupt me? I'm just going to talk about. Can I talk yeah. about Keith? Because you were stumbling through that. Well, we didn't even get the number out. Three two zero nine seven nine zero two zero zero. Now talk. Keith. This is the first time he interrupted you the whole Ever. episode. It was actually <laughs> Keith. Keith. Yeah, it's usually the other way around. But anyway, yeah. Keith was just talking. I just saw how Keith added on to a shop. A, a shop, shop, not his shop. No, yeah. a shop. He added. It was turned out awesome. Keith's your man. Give him a buzz. Keith is your man. So, uh, Brady, Linda, thanks for listening. And thanks for telling me that I'm your favorite podcast person. Well, she actually didn't say that. But. Yeah, because she hasn't met Corey and I. So, uh, well, I don't I don't even know if I've met Linda. Linda, when I meet you, I will well, be your favorite. Will, I know Linda. Hey, you know, well, the her. other night when you were in at the uh, preschool screen or whatever they called that thing, the open house, she was in, she, she works at school, so she was serving food. What? In line, and you didn't even say hi. And I talked yeah, to her. Yeah, it. I missed that. Good thing right. I'm doing PR for the podcast. Right? I'll, get, I'll get on that. All right, Brady, thank you. We will have you back Brady. after we fly you back from Alabama or wherever the hell you're, Arizona. Fuck, We're actually whatever. just going we'll to. Oh, oh, do we have to drop the F-bomb, really? Brady just really? did. Yeah, but Brady's a guest. He was way off the mic. Yeah. Though. I don't yeah, know if that was heard. Yeah. Sorry. It was just a faint whisper. I'm sorry. I said frickin'. Can we go 50 more seconds to make it 50 minutes? Yeah, we can. Uh no, we're here in the <laughs> next level leg, uh, Studio B. Yeah, uh, because it was too a hot in Studio A. Studio A is a little toasty. Recruiting. Matt, if you golfed the round of your life in golf, how low do you think you're? 56. 69. Oh, there's no way I could get 56. No way. The right round of your life, 69. that's 20 over par. I'm not sure I could do it. 69. I'd get so mad I'd wrap every club around the tree. I think one hole you'd have like a 15. Oh, there'd be more than one. Yeah. There'd so, I don't... It, but I'm coming. You just guys just wait. I love a challenge. We coming. <laughs> He's <laughs> got a golf trainer nice, hired. Nice. Yeah. Oofta. I do. He he actually told me tonight when he, when he said that I was going to golf. He's... <laughs> Brady, stop. He he told he told me tonight, my trainer. He said trainer. I will dedicate I will dedicate making you a bogey golfer, but you are gonna have to dedicate to me. And he said, I'm not sure you're ready for that. So I'm not sure what he means by that. I'm assuming that means he wants me to golf a lot. You're but I have was, to start running. I was you're out. No, I'm not gonna get in shape. I was just I, I, John Daly's not in the shape. Just teach me how to make a swing. Okay. That's true. You're That's not in true. shape. Look That's at fair. you. You're a mess. All right, we'll see you next week. <laughs> See you next week from Arizona Live.